0: Yet another edition of fixing to talk sports. I'm your host Ryan Brown, and today we've got a pair of WBL player interviews. That's right, we are beginning a series of interviews where we will have discussions with players from the WBL Wiffleball League in Massachusetts South Shore Zone Wiffleball League. Uh, but before we get to those interviews, make sure you like and subscribe, follow on Twitter. Make sure you go follow the Cool Zone Pod with Jonathan Sullivan and Nick Brown, the Foxborough Files with Dan Roach, Zach Lacey, and Mike Ayula, as well as Mouth and Off Radio. And without further ado, let's get to it. All right, joining me now is. The man that I have designated as the Sultan of sunscreen, although no one else seems to have picked up on that. Uh, but the man, the myth himself, Paul Bolduck, is joining me now. Paul, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Doing great.
0: How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, so, before we get into the interview portion of this, I, I do want to start off by listing your career stats and accolades, because you do have those. We do keep track of it. That's surprising. (laughs) (laughs) So, you come into 2021 with a career 415 OBP and a 354 ERA. You've hit 22 home runs in a little over two seasons. I say a little over two seasons because you were a free agent in 2016. You did play a little bit, hit a couple of home runs that year before you became a full time member in 2019. In 2019, was the year. Uh, ironically enough, that you were the rookie of the year, and then last year in 2020, you were the Co-Baxter Award winner, uh, as as you had a 4.52 OBP and a 5.48 ERA. So you've kind of you've made a name for yourself for better or for worse. I would say so.
1: Yeah, I I, uh, I honestly completely forgot I got rookie year. Um, <laughs> the the thing that really uh, propelled me. For the Baxter Award, I think was just uh, hitting opposite field. You
0: know, <laughs> I was
1: just everyone was just shifting to the left, and you just gotta just poke it right, get a put. I might be the only person with uh, multiple triples in a year.
0: I mean, you do have that going for you, for sure. <laughs> and I did absolutely despise you when you kept poking <laughs> it opposite to field on me. That oh, yeah. that pissed me off. But I had that coming because I drove you insane that one year with my little home run chant around the baseball. Oh, so God. we'll, we'll call it, it, we'll call <laughs> we'll call it even. <laughs> but, uh, so my first question to you, it's kind of an open-ended one. Might actually be the hardest one. We'll see. Who is Paul Bulldog? Ah, uh,
1: geez. All right. Well, I'm a guy that doesn't like to like to uh, take life too seriously. Um, am I- uh, right now, I am at Gillette Stadium. I'm currently seeing the new uh, Jumbotron being being built. And uh, but I also work hard. I'm an athletic guy. I, I like to think so, but maybe my WPS, WBL stats or uh, quarterback stats for FBL don't really show that. Um, but yeah, no, I just I, I just like to have a good time and uh, and like good food, like uh, like some some booze, you
0: know? And what's wrong with that? Now t- yeah, they, they kinda- yeah, and what's wrong with that, man? What's wrong with that? I, I couldn't hear you again. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Looks like we're having some de- te- <laughs> no, te- technical no, 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 difficulties uh yeah I was gonna say there's there's nothing wrong with that it, who says no to some booze some beer and wings and whatnot exactly so uh I do want to get into your sports background uh, t- talk to me about the sports that you played growing up as a kid
1: uh, so in high school I played soccer all four years I played um, baseball all four years I played basketball for the first two years of high school uh, currently I play Softball, the well, um, summer, and I played like flag football. I played kickball, um, intramural soccer in college, and yeah, I mean, I, I just like to stay active, honestly. Because honestly, the main thing I look forward to the most,ly no offense to either of our leagues, not that I don't look forward to these, but men's softball, man, is just the best. It really is keeps my competitive edge going and. Something about hitting a slow, slow big ball as hard as you can just is
0: very, very satisfying. I I hear you. It's it's you would think it's it's like easy peasy, but it's still a challenge. No, I know. Like I've I've hit like maybe two home runs over the fence in my like four or five years of playing intramural slash like adult men league softball. And each time I send it over the fence, that is so satisfying oh i
1: know i mean i don't even play on a field with a fence so
0: oh man
1: there are times where you hit it so far where you can walk around the (laughs) face all
0: right i want to get your first thoughts uh when you were first approached about the wbl because i know you didn't join right away you're kind of like a a free agent of sorts so what were your first thoughts when you heard about the wbl i mean i've always played with football as a kid and uh just something to get to see you guys and and, and play wiffle ball. I mean that's just killing two birds with one
1: stone. So I uh, I love it. It keeps me outside. I uh, get a nice little base burn out of it, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I, the only time where it's a little bit div- is uh, where it's a little bit tough is the uh, the wind. But other than that, I have uh, zero complaints about how yeah WPL is going, or I I just love it.
0: Mm-hmm. Now. I know you are a proud member of the RCCs, the Rockland Cam Coochies. What do you enjoy the most about playing for the RCCs?
1: Um, I think it's the fact that we don't, let's see, our pitching. (laughs) 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 The fact that, okay, my, my favorite part about being on the team of the RCCs
0: is not having to go up against Alec or Matt. That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part of being on the RCCs. I mean, I can't fault you for that one. Uh, it's miserable <laughs> facing every other team that has to face the two knuckleballers, and you and you and Mike get get out of it free.
1: Exactly. So that helps our average a little bit as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now I, I want you to play the role of team captain for a moment here. If you If your team could trade for one player in the league, I don't need you to tell me who you'd have to give up to get this one player. If you could trade for one player in the league, who would it be?
1: Billy Campbell. It's it's moonshots and and good vibes only. Oh,
0: hell yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Now, uh, I know that with me not really as an active player anymore, rivalries have kind of gone south since I left. Um, Uh, okay. Oh, would you, would you kind of disagree?
1: Well, no, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, let me ask you this. Who would you say is your biggest rival in the league? And you can answer this from an individual perspective or from a team's perspective. So from an RCC perspective.
1: Uh, so like a personal or team?
0: Yeah. Or both if Uh, you really want to.
1: I mean, Honestly, I think the RCC's biggest rival is the fucking rain. Every single time. Every single time we are on the field, we are getting downpoured on. It seems like that, at least. But,
0: you know, you know I, I have to give you that one. I never...
1: <laughs> every time. And if the Hanks always face us facing each... We're facing the Hanks wherever it does rain, too. So, I yeah. guess they, they feel the same pain.
0: Mm. Uh, what about on a personal level
1: on a personal level level um really the only two people that ever have their shirts off are me and Miller so it's always just a a flex battle at that point so I gotta give it to Miller
0: fair enough all right now if you could take my shoes for a day and be the commish what's the first thing that you would change about the league a rule book. You literally have every single little thing thought of. Um, I'm sure there's something something you'd like to see changed. <laughs>
1: um, one. I think that'll be the only one. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, I personally don't want the responsibility of being the WPL commissioner, and I think you guys have handled it very well, but I... I'm curious as to how other people would answer that question.
0: Well, some people have come out and straight up said, ban, abolish stealing. I've gotten that from like three or four different people. Uh, uh, now that you say that, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> some, some people have been like, hey, I, I, I think it would be cool if everyone had their own sort of home field or we didn't play at the same field every time. So, some um, you know. People have had different thoughts about what they would do in that position. Okay. But, yeah, stealing seems to be the number one uh, most popular answer. Okay. Uh, now, speaking of you, back to you personally, what's one area of your game that you want to improve on the most?
1: Kidding. i I mean, I, like, I don't know. I, for some reason, I... And normally I used to be very good at woofball when I was growing up and something about the WBL when it gets in my head. I just, uh, I need to just get a better piece on the ball.
0: Mm. Yeah. Play discipline, better eye. It can't can't hurt. I mean, yeah. it, it'll come with time too. I mean, you've been around long enough. You've seen what most of most of the it's guys bring to the table. So exactly. the, you'll only gain more and more comfortability with more reps. So uh-huh. Uh, now, I don't know how familiar you are with the expansion team coming in next month. Um, I know it's little Mike's cousin and a couple of his high school friends. A couple of them play baseball. A couple of them don't. Uh, but knowing what you know or what you don't know about the expansion team, do you have any expectations for them? No. Um, the, only, the only
1: thing that's just going to be tough is the fact that Pretty much everyone in the WBL, the WBL knows each other at this point, so just being, well, obviously, obviously we're very welcoming, and uh, it's just obviously that's a little bit tougher as if you don't really know anyone. But I think uh, I don't really have many expectations. I think they'll uh, they'll hold well, especially if some have baseball experience, some don't. But I think uh, it'll bring a little more. Not that it, the league doesn't have parity already, but I think it'll keep the league uh, pretty even. Mm.
0: All right, now I'm gonna put you in the hot seat here. I'm gonna right. put 60 seconds on the clock, and we're gonna see how many questions you can answer rapid fire. You just don't need to explain. Don't need to sort of just short answers. Just straightforward.
1: Is this, is this regarding the WBL as well?
0: No, no, no. This is super not WBL related. You'll, uh, I think I think you'll get the see. You'll get the hang of it once you hear the first question. Okay. All right. What is your least favorite type of music? Um,
1: like indie music.
0: Okay. If you were a superhero, what would your powers be? Fine. What fortune would you want to get from a fortune cookie?
1: shall oh, eat
0: What is one food you wouldn't want to give up? Uh, sushi. If you want a million dollars, what would you buy? A house. If you had access to a time machine, where would you go? Can I go in the past or the future? Yeah, when, when and where? Um,
1: I would go back to when, we, when Warren Buffett was giving out a billion dollars for a perfect bracket and get a perfect bracket and be the only person in history to do so.
0: I, man, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, I might have to take you up on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap this one up, I do have one final question before I get you on out of here. What would you say is your favorite part about playing in the WBL that keeps bringing you back year after year? Uh, really just kidding, uh, you
1: guys. I mean, uh I live in Quincy now i often get the, the opportunity to go to Millbrook as often as I like to, um, but it really just gives me a reason to get out of the house, um, get active. And I, I just really just have a good time. I mean, I know it gets chippy and competitive, but that's also what I like about it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also fun. I can crack jokes whenever I want and people are always just in good moods and, and always bright and sunny day. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Mm.
0: All right. Any final thoughts you want to get off your chest here before we let you go?
1: I think, uh, unless you have any other questions,
0: I think I'm all good. No, I, I, I've got all of the questions off my chest that I, I wanted to ask you. So unless you've got anything, we'll call this one a wrap. Is there a FBL version of this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably not, unless we want to start asking the FBL players that aren't in the WBL. but uh maybe now that you say it maybe we'll do this do this all over again fbl version in in the winter we'll see we'll see yeah all right paul i appreciate you coming on appreciate the time we'll talk to you down the road all right
1: ryan thanks for having me all
0: right joining me now is the captain of the rockland canned coochies none other than Captain Cooch himself, Alec DeFederico. Federico, Alec, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Before we get this player interview underway, I gotta list off your career stats <laughs> and accolades because there are some. you may they're, they're may, there. They're they there are if you there work hard enough. <laughs> True. So you have a career 477 OBP in a 298era entering. 2021 you've hit 43 home runs over the past five seasons although a couple of those seasons were kind of uh like half played because uh <laughs> you were either uh, in New York for an internship or you weren't really around that summer so that that's kind of a skewed number my, so that's...
2: Adjust, my adjusted
0: home run stats should
2: be a little higher
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you were also the 2017 Cy Young winner so, yep. you've got that to your name as well. Last, last year, you had a four, five, six OBP to go along with a squeaky clean 287 ERA. So, pitching definitely seems to be your forte, although mm-hmm. you're not too shabby of a hitter either. Thank you. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. The knuckleball has always been, I used to be a crappy pitcher until I started throwing the knuckleball. So, I'm glad I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it really turned around my ability to
0: play. I think I need to take notes if I ever come back. <laughs> All right. So the first question I want to ask you is an open-ended one. Could be the hardest one. I'm not really sure. We'll find out. Who is Alec DeFederico? Oh, that is a great question. And
2: that is a question I've never been asked before. What? Yeah. Uh, in terms of who I am, uh, I'd say that... I'm ready to play. I'm ready to win. And I'm ready to go from last place to first place. <laughs> that's the kind of person I am. And that's the kind of people that we
0: recruit on the RCCs. So I'd say that's, that's my answer to that one. <laughs> that's shocking. Like you've never yeah. had an employer be like, who are you? Like, mm. what are you all about? No, I've had them say, tell me about yourself. Uh, and then I usually
2: just I have my resume like memorized. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of repeat that, but (laughs) it's sort of a philosophical question.
0: It's true. When you look at it that way, yes. Uh, Now, talk to me about your sports background. What sports did you play growing up as a kid?
2: Yeah. Uh, I played all of them growing up. Hockey, I think, was the earliest one and my least favorite, I think, because I was just so bad at it. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Basketball, baseball. I made, made, uh, sspsl all-star team sixth grade so that's probably the the highlight of my basketball career right there
0: you've got that downhill. one on me you've <laughs> got that one on
2: me it went, it went downhill from there after everyone started growing and i stayed at like five foot two until like eighth <laughs> grade um yeah football was great broke my hand playing football and mm. but then i came back next year in the year after that um <laughs> Yeah. And then I, then I, after high school rolled around, I started and I uh, switched to volleyball, which is great mm. because I basically played the, like a volley, the like goalie part position. So you didn't have to be tall. You just had to be like fast, mm. which is great. Uh, and then college rolled around and I, I was basically washed up. So <laughs> then it was just, then it was just uh, like backyard league sports, like football or football.
0: Mm-hmm. Now obviously you talk about the broken hand and whatnot. We I think me and you could go on and on. We could have a 20 minute dialogue alone on our injury histories. <laughs> so we'll spare everyone on that. Because we could literally have a tennis match, being like, yeah. "Oh, did you do this, <laughs> no. yeah, well, did you, you do broke this? that, I tweaked this, you bent that, <laughs> exactly." And now, you're you're not considered by the old guard to be one of like the original members, but mm. you were probably the first non-like original captain, original member to join the league, yeah, or I'd at least start first, playing.
2: I'd say it was the first expansion.
0: Yeah, Uh, definitely
2: helped that I lived next door, (laughs) right right around the corner.
0: mm -hmm, That definitely played a part. But I want to get your first thoughts when you heard about the WBL and and like in its infancies, What were your, what was going through your mind at the time?
2: Yeah, I'm going to start this story way before the WBL uh, when I was playing backyard football with some of my friends on my street in my neck of the woods. And I don't know who showed up or how you guys showed up, but the Franklin Hunt kids came over either through the woods or down the street. (laughs) And they said, let's play football. And we were playing tackle football at the time because we were all tiny. And you guys are like, holy shit, why are you playing tackle? And then when I played with you guys, I realized why you didn't play tackles because you guys were so much like bigger and faster. Um, so I, so that kind of shaped my idea of how, how it was playing sports with you guys. Um, when I started playing wiffle ball, uh, lots of rules is very serious. It was the most serious wiffle ball I've ever played before, but it was actually, it was a ton of fun that way because it felt, I don't want to say it felt real, but it felt like legit and it felt like hitting a home run meant something. Um, and I think that's why I liked it so much.
0: All right. Now, obviously, I mentioned you're the proud owner slash captain slash governor of the RCCs. So, what do you enjoy the most about playing on the RCCs? I enjoy having
2: uh, my advisor and right hand man, Mike Ayula, basically coach me, coach my own team. Uh, I really enjoy that because I don't have much. I don't have much. Sp- baseball intuition or at least as much as he does uh so i enjoy the fact that our team sort of self-governs and we can all come to the conclusions for the most part for the most part we can all come to the same conclusion mm-hmm. about things um and it's also just a, a cool group of guys i never really talked to paul that much uh until we started playing together on the same team so it's cool that you start to build uh friendships with people that you don't really talk to in in the league because it's, it is so big. Um, You can only hang out with so many people at one time. Um, Uh So it's cool to get that like one-on-one time with other people that you don't normally chat with. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, obviously you're, you're a team captain Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: you have the ability to make trades whenever you want, but let me, let me raise a hypothetical. If you could trade for any person in the league and I don't need to hear who you would have to give up to get them. Mm. If you could trade for any one person in the league, who would it be? That's a great question. And
2: I think it comes down to the needs of our team. And the needs of our team is that we just don't have enough people getting on base on our team. We, we did with Matt. So if I, had to assume, if I had to assume Matt was out and I needed to fill somebody, I want somebody that's getting on base or at least getting in the position where they can score. And so the first thing that comes to mind, my mind is I would like, I would pick Marcus, I pick Marcus. I think he gets on base a lot. And when he does, he steals and puts him in a better spot to score on like a single, you know? Mm. So that's who I pick.
0: Okay. All right. Now, uh i have i've said this in like every interview and I'm, just, I'm gonna keep saying it with me out of the picture rivalries are kind of kind of just on <laughs> i don't they're not non-existent but it's it's tough times for rivalry week um uh, but who would you say is your biggest rival and you can answer this from a hmm. rcc perspective and or your own personal perspective hmm.
2: Yeah, I think in, in terms of the team, we we hate the Hanks right now. Because we feel like <laughs> we feel like we should be able to beat them, but then we just can't. For some reason, we just cannot do it. We can't put it together. It's like we just play crappy when we play the Hanks. And I don't understand it. Um, I don't know. So I say they're they're our biggest rival. We don't we and also it's it has to do with the fact that the Hanks are built from a team of people that we haven't really seen over over the last few years they don't really have a lot of they don't have any original members i don't think and and when you play with the same people for so long you start to know who has what pitches and things like that um but when you're playing against dj when you're playing as miller you sort of like forget you just haven't seen them enough and it makes it a lot harder to hit off them um Mm -hmm you know, with somebody like Zach or Nick, like I know Zach has a riser. I know he has a slider. And, and when I, you can kind of like get used to the way they throw, but for DJ, I just like, haven't seen it enough. I don't think. And I mm-hmm. still get caught up the same with Miller too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's why they're, they're our biggest rival. We just, I just don't understand why we can't beat them or at least take a series on them.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, Miller is technically, I think, an original member, although he literally left after the first season, and mm. that's why we had that whole like the CPU f- years <laughs> of the league, which is we don't wanna, really want to talk about. Although we've I've talked about it in multiple interviews, so mm. <laughs> we'll we'll kind of leave that one on the side. But yeah. uh, now I want to put you in my Hold shoes. Hold on one second. Sure. Come in. Hello. Hi. Do you want I accent
1: English?
2: Yeah, sandwich. Yeah. yeah, thank you. All right. All right. <laughs> Hello, and <Are> we're back. <laughs> Keep that in the final cut.
0: <laughs> I'm not touching anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, if I'm gonna try and regroup here, okay. all right. If you could be in my shoes for a day, so you're yeah. commissioner. Yeah. What's the first thing that you would change mm. about the league? Great
2: uh, stealing is gone. Nobody's stealing ever again. If I really had, if I really had what I wanted, I'd also move home plate back 10 feet. Oh, okay. Like maybe, or maybe five feet. I just think I, maybe not so much this year because it definitely seems like not a lot of people are hitting home runs, but, um, I don't know. I feel like when you hit a home run, like sometimes I hit a home run and I feel like it shouldn't have been a home run. You know Mm -hmm. Um, it's like a, it was like a hard line drive that just cleared the fence. And it doesn't feel like that I really hit it enough for it to be a home run. Cause when you hit a real home run, it's you, you, you crushed it. Um, Mm -hmm. And also I feel like we need the field to just be a little bigger too. You know, I know a lot of people play pull on me, but um, Mm -hmm. sometimes it just feels a little too narrow when you hit a ground ball. Um, if you hit a ground ball anywhere in the, like the in, in this half of the field you there's a chance you're, you're pretty much out unless they bobble the ball so I would like there to be a little bit more space if you do hit a ground ball into uh, this side of the field where fielders are that there's a chance that they don't get to it because most of the time they do mm. anyway those those would be the things um, that I would want to change so off the
0: bat it sounds like you would you would also be a proponent of like, widening the field yeah
2: if you i mean if you pull the field if you pull home plate back you naturally widen it
0: um well yes if if you then adjust the the first and third bases accordingly mm -hmm. yeah so you're you're saying just widen the field in general not just push home plate back yeah yeah, for the most part yeah okay Um, yeah that's it that's that's definitely I think, egg,
2: I think that's yeah and especially since we have room to pull it back i know there's the mound right there too but i
0: don't know it just feels like it's a little too easy sometimes to to hit one out on
2: a on a non-windy day
0: yeah i mean that's something that could definitely be done on one of the other non-bean field yeah fields. Right. bean field is tough because that's a a, a little little kid's field mm. And so we're already playing at the bare minimum with with where the actual little league pitchers mound is our home plate is basically right in front of it um, or right behind it, depending on how you're looking at it. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's really not much wiggle room there, but if you go to another field in that complex, you absolutely could could move because we would typically play like where the outfield grass starts. So we could easily move that back. Uh, if we played at another field or even at a uh, Zach way in, at mm-hmm. Abington high, that's definitely something that could be done. Um, so that, that's definitely something I'll, I'll put into consideration. I don't yeah. know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the stealing one, that's, that seems to be the most popular one. Yeah, Everyone I still want to
2: really argued for, and I'd, I'd end up compromising. But. Yeah,
0: I'm so yeah. Might not want to do that next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, but back to you personally. Mm-hmm. What's one area of your game that you most want to improve upon going forward? Yeah,
2: um, I always thought of myself as like a decent hitter. Um, no, sorry, that's wrong. Flip that. A decent pitcher. Um, and like, I had the scion in 2017, but I always felt like I was a, sort of like a, like a okay, like slash good player because my hitting wasn't amazing. Um, and so I've really been trying to been on, especially last year and this year, really improving my swing um, and trying to just be a little bit more patient. Cause I noticed that I, sometimes I swing really hard. And when you swing really hard, you hit ground balls. Um, Cause it's just a wiffle ball and the spin just pulls it down. Mm-hmm. So this year, especially I've been trying to slow my swing down and and just focus on making good contact. And I've been hitting the ball really well. I, I think I'm leading in home runs um, this season so far. So it's, it's working out um, in terms of pitching. I, I think my knuckleball needs to be a little less of a meatball. Sometimes there, there are times when I've struck people out and it doesn't even move. It just, it just goes up and down. And I'm just like, thank the Lord. They missed that because yeah, so I think those those are the two biggest things. I need a little bit more movement in my knuckleball, or at least, at least a little less predictability, um, and and it just keeps slowing my swing down. And oh my God, if I could hit opposite field, I would, I would never ask for a single thing in my life.
0: <laughs> there, there are so many people who probably don't even realize that if they had that trait in them, they'd yeah. be ten times the, the player. Ever.
2: The player that can unpredictably
0: hit all hit the ball in all sides of the field is number one pick yeah exactly because then you can't just the other team can't just sit pull on you they right. actually have to send somebody to the other side so like that one series uh last year i forget who you guys were playing i think it was the hanks mm. uh where paul hit like four yeah in right a row <laughs> to the opposite field I mean, they're all like dinky little singles but right. he just he just poked them the other way and we had no choice by like the second or after like the third time we were like all right he's we have to put somebody over there and then he still <laughs> caught on on an opposite field hit so yeah, it's, it's a very valuable trait and it makes you a much much more dangerous hitter than people probably realize in this league right yeah yeah so i it's i 100 agree with you on that yeah it's um, all about
2: field positioning and where you hit it
0: mm. Now, I don't know how much you know about the expansion team that's set to begin play next month. Mm -hmm. I know Mike, your your teammate, he's kind of – it's his cousin and some of his friends in high school. Some of them have baseball experience. Some of them don't. Uh, But knowing what you know about the expansion team, what would you say are your expectations for them?
2: Um. Yeah, it, I don't know if they're going to be prepared for how serious we take it. <laughs> That's my biggest worry. Because um, when you hear wiffle ball, a wiffle ball league, you just sort of think like pick up wiffle ball. But this is like in between. This is like almost fully organized. It is basically organized wiffle ball.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I'd be surprised if they stick it out the whole summer and play. It, or at least have a full team that or that actually enjoys playing. So I don't know. It, looking from the outside in, i'm I'm a little doubtful that the this full expansion team will actually hang on um, but it would be cool to get some new people in to play yeah
0: we can only see what happens i i I'm hopeful uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little bit more than cautiously optimistic I would say yeah. um, but we'll see uh, from what everyone else gets the sense of it's it's a mixed bag of opinions so far right. um, so like I said we'll have to wait and see but for now, I, it's time to put you on the hot seat. Gonna, okay. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock, and we're just going to do a bunch of rapid-fire questions. You cool. don't have to explain your answers, just short and sweet and to the but, point, and we'll see how many you can get. Hold on one second. Thank you. That's, uh, All I'll right. Let's uh. If you could add a person to Mount Rushmore, who would it be? Um, Zach Galifianakis. If you could win any award, what would it be? Best actor in a supporting role, because that's what it feels like when I play uh, on the Kankuchis. If you gained the ability to teleport, where would you go first?
2: Mm, um. Uh. Great Wall of China.
0: What was your favorite cartoon show growing up?
2: Ed, Ed and Eddie. Uh,
0: morning, afternoons or nights? Nights. Always nights. How do you like your steak cooked? Medium rare. Anyone
2: that gets medium well is dead
0: to me. <laughs> what was the last film you watched? Um, I rewatched Pulp Fiction last night actually. <laughs> What's your favorite place to watch TV? In my bed. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be?
2: Amsterdam. They have such
0: good beer. <laughs> All right, <laughs> <laughs> The Ed, Ed and Eddie one. I liked it. That's a yeah, that's a that's... classic throwback. Man. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it was such a good show. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to. That's that. Like, I never really got the chance because mm. little known fact, I was not allowed to watch Ed, Ed and Eddie as a kid.
2: Mm. Well, I, I think my parents like weren't thrilled about it either. I usually yeah. watched it like
0: by the time I was actually they gave me their actual blessing and said, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and watch it. I found out it was already off the air. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? Mm. Are you kidding me? This is rigged. All right. But as we wind down here, I got one final question for you. Mm -hmm. What would you say is your favorite part about playing in the WBL that keeps you coming back year Mm. after year?
2: Yeah. Uh, I would say that when I played little league from when I was 10 to when I was 12, I never hit uh, a home run over the fence. I always hit like an inside the park home run. Mm-hmm. And I, cause I was just like a small person. I wasn't strong, but I could hit the ball really well. And I would get on base a lot. Mm-hmm. I, it just always sucked that I could never hit a home run. When I play wiffle ball, I hit home runs and I sort of have that, that like little league feeling of hitting a home run and, and winning games and stuff. So that's what keeps me coming back. I didn't get it when I was 10, but I'm getting it now when I'm 23. And that's what (laughs) I, that's what I enjoy so much.
0: (laughs) I'm right there with you, man. I never hit a single home run in little league. Uh, And this, this was an easy way to live out that childhood that I never really sort of got to because I was a scrawny little twig. Yeah. Right. Um, So I'm right there with you, man. But uh, do you have any final thoughts before we get you on out of here? um my only final thought
2: or at least uh at least a warning is watch out for the coochies because we we play our best when we when people don't expect us to play our best so you never know paul could figure
0: it out mike could start inducting people into the hall of pain again <laughs> we
2: could turn this around
0: yeah you're you're one healthy matty bum show away mm. from making that happen mm all right but uh alec thank you for doing this thank you for joining Mm -hmm. and we will talk to you soon sounds great